Today's Callahan Show is sponsored by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, you can get the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98 for only $19.98 with code word Jerry. I'd call that a huge discount. MyPillow is made in the USA and it comes with a 10-year warranty. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. Makes an excellent gift. Get it now. And you can support this show and you can strike back against cancel culture. As you know, like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping this show, you're fighting back against cancel culture. MyPillow isn't in the big box stores anymore, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. <laughs> This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Yeah, I don't want to brag. I don't want to brag, but I think I keep up on the news pretty well, sometimes a little too too much. You know, I think I follow all things Tucker Carlson and try to stay on top of things. I still don't understand something. Maybe you could help me out, Ironhead. Why? Why do we want to arrest Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard? Why does uh, why do the, the the chicks on the View and Keith Oldman, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney's accusing Tulsi Gabbard, a veteran, else still uh, she's still in the military, still in the army, I believe. She's still a lieutenant colonel, and Mitt Romney, who took four deferments to get out of the Vietnam War, is calling her treasonous. She, she's committing treason, and I don't quite get it. I'll, we can uh, we can break it down and, and and maybe you can explain it to me. You can also explain to me why anybody is still listening to the Pfizer CEO who went on uh, TV over the weekend last weekend and said it's time for a fourth booster. So you're way behind here, Craig. You're <laughs> fourth. You need a fourth shot. And in a completely unrelated development, I'm just looking that uh, Pfizer ex- is expected to make. $32 billion in vaccine sales this year. This year, now that the pandemic is winding down, they're still pushing it. And we'll play you this this weasel, this CEO, who's, uh, we'll get his pay too, because uh, I believe Pfizer, is it just, yeah, just Pfizer in the last uh, year, two years, uh, there are nine billionaires on the board or in the in the company uh, new billionaires, people who've reached the status of billionaire thanks to this wonderful vaccine that uh, doesn't stop the spread. Uh-oh, uh-oh, cut that out. I, I don't want to get this uh, pulled <laughs> off the air and uh, and, uh, and whatever, banned. I, wanna, I don't want to get banned, uh, Iron Head, so, so stop me when I talk about how Actually, how wonderful this vaccine is! I'm I'm just happy to to line up and get my fourth booster. Stick Big day in the uh, in the pool tomorrow, I believe. Yes, tomorrow, Leah Thompson, Leah Thomas of the University of Pennsylvania will get back in the pool and keep and and back to her thing, which is bullying, beating up on girls. And uh, we will wait to see just how how this country uh, celebrates Leah. I have a feeling people are losing losing patience with this uh, with this bully. But we'll see. Congratulations to Rachel Levine, local girl. She was uh, named one of the women of the year by USA Today. Rachel, I think, formerly known as Richard. And we'll tell you why that is silly. And not just because uh, 
She's uh, a biological man. Um, big news in Boston, Monica Cannon Grant, one of the great grifters, one of the great scam artists, has been indicted by a federal jury. This is a big day for uh, for Turtle Boy. I'm going to guess uh, there'll be more videos of Turtle Boy, you know, in a, a state of uh, euphoria. Celebrating. Those, those kind of, they're, they're out there. But uh, he's got to be gizzy, giddy because he's been dogging her for years and finally... Finally, it appears that uh, justice may be served. I'm looking on the Globe website right now. Nothing. It's in the Herald. It's in all the local TV stations, websites. Nothing. This is the Globe's girl. They love Monica Cannon Grant. That's that's. They're not going to be happy with this, but they will be forced to cover it. I will keep an eye on that and a whole bunch more on today's Callahan Show. Brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU. And they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance, insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, uh, Craig, I, uh, I got to get this off my screen. I really do before we uh, get back into the aforementioned uh, stories of the day. I'm telling you, I, uh, I, I often see these stories and uh, uh, videos and um, I uh, retweet them when I see them of, of guys beating up people in the streets or mugging little old ladies uh, and they get caught on camera. It seems like these things are, uh, I don't remember one this disturbing. I just tweeted out this morning. Andy no has it. Maybe he took it from Turtle Boy. Who knows? He does that sometimes. But there's a video, and it's uh, from the police department because there was a camera in the lobby of this building. Uh, he, he, if you're watching with us on Locals, you can see it. But I have never seen one this disturbing. A black man, a fat black man, uh, punching a 67-year-old Asian woman, and the cops counted apparently, 125 times. Now, it's amazing that this fat load had the endurance to do this, but he also stomped on her head. This is in Yonkers, New York, and he also called her an Asian bitch. So, obviously, this is uh, white rage, as mm -hmm. uh, as General Milley pointed out. He wanted to learn about what, what white rage. You don't need to uh, uh, know much more than this. Look at this load. Still going. We're, we're, we're watching it together. It's a two-minute video. He's just he's, tapping. He's, he's, he's kind of just pointing her to death, though. He's when not he's really done punching her. her 125 times, you can see his hands, they're covered in blood. He starts stomping on her head. Uh, his name is Tamel Tamel Esco. He's been charged with attempted murder and assault with hate crime enhancements. Wow. I guess, uh, and, and look, she's just out. She's barely moving. He's all exhausted. His he's hands are bloody. Going. He's got boots on and he stomped on her head and he just says, okay, I'm oh, going to go Jesus. now. Didn't look up at the camera, but uh, easily identified, arrested. I assume it's New York. So he's probably out on the street again already. He's probably already been uh, set free without bail, but that is the most barbaric, most insane uh, video, crime video I think I've ever seen. He just doesn't stop 125 punches. I'm going to assume she was a stranger. He doesn't know her. 
He just doesn't like Asians. And as I think we can all agree that Joe Biden was right, white supremacy, uh, white nationalism is the biggest problem we're facing in society today. Not, you know, Asian hate uh, by guys like this, not just violent crime in the streets. Clearly, Joe Biden was onto some white supremacy. Uh, I mean, honest to God, if this were, if this were a white guy, it'd be a, a bigger deal. Then he could go back to the playbook and white supremacy and everything. But this is scary, just how how vicious and and just, uh, I mean, he, he finishes up, you know, turns around, walks away after pounding a 67-year-old Asian lady, punching her 125 times and then stomping on her head. But fortunately, he was caught. By the way, so was the uh, serial killer in New York who was shooting uh, homeless men, homeless people, just for fun. Another example of white rage, you'll see, of course, but uh, they caught him in D.C., so that's good. They're, 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 as I always say, in some ways, the cop's job is tougher than it used to be. Uh, but in some ways, it's it's not. You got video of all these people, including this this punk, this thug stomping the old Asian lady and the guy shooting the homeless people. It was a pretty good shot of him on camera. So it didn't take long to bust him. And that's a good thing. Hopefully... There's some badass like Asian guys in uh, his cell block. That Asian, and, uh, that Asian lady's awesome though. She's got a chin made out of granite. She was still. She's going. got what bleeding on her brain, according to uh, this uh, this Andy No. Uh, she suffered brain bleeding and facial fractures. Honest to God, if you were going to go to prison, if you want to commit a crime just for the fun of it, would this be at the top of your list to beat an old Asian lady? nearly to death is there some i don't know some thrill in that some satisfaction in that i mean wouldn't you i don't know i don't know what i'd rob rob a bank <laughs> yeah but you're gonna go away this fat load is going to go away even in new york i think for a while but it is amazing how little is made of this how there's this epidemic of asian hate again andy no has been chronicling it and there's hardly any mention of it you hear more about you know white nationalism which is a pretty much made up thing but uh, let's get to the real criminals today we must talk about these treasonous seditionous traitors and like i said i kind of play pay pretty close attention to this stuff i don't get it i don't get what they're talking about i i, I understand there's groupthink. I understand these are followers. I understand in the case of The View that they're not smart people. But Keith Olbermann's a smart person. He's an utterly, absolutely insane and unemployed, but he's not dumb. Mitt Romney's not dumb. I mean, he's not smart, but Mitt Romney, and I, I don't understand the 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 underlining underlying objective. When you accuse someone of committing treason, you're thinking, Ooh, that's that's a death penalty. That's a capital offense. Mitt Romney is accusing former Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard, Democrat, Bernie supporter, of treason, and because she talked about chem, uh, uh, chemical labs, biological labs in Ukraine. Yes, and mentioned you know U.S. supported them. I I'm not surprised. There are experiments going on all around the world that Dr. Fauci's paid for. I assume they're probably killing killing beagles there too, because that's Fauci's thing. That's his 
fetish. He likes to torture oh, beagles yeah. and kill beagles. That sick son of a bitch. I don't know where he is now, but if you follow his career, he is a monster. Uh, he's hiding now because he's such, been such an utter failure that even the Biden regime is not really protecting him or uh, putting him out front anymore. But so I understand Tulsi Gabbard talked about biolabs after Victoria Newland, Assistant Secretary of State, talked about them under oath in front of the Senate. She said, yeah, there are labs. We're hoping to secure them. I mean, there's some question how much uh, influence the U.S. has. I, I, I don't even care. Even if they didn't, even if it's not true that these labs don't exist, which it, it clearly is. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Victoria Newland knows and uh, wouldn't just make it up. But she's talking about labs, hoping we secure them, hoping there's not a, you know, a bioweapon created there. Uh, why is that treasonous? I honestly don't get it. Why is that sedition? Uh, these people are sick. I understand that there's always two sides. It's This is very partisan. This is very divisive. But And Tucker Carlson puts her on the air. And Tucker, before the war, Tucker didn't, you know, every day asked... Why are we taking sides? Why are we uh, talking about going to war, fighting, sending troops on behalf of Ukraine? What is Ukraine? Why, why do we have any vital U.S. interest there? So he didn't want to go in, still doesn't, just like most Americans don't want to send troops in. Some fools like, you know, Adam Kinzinger or some idiots in, in the media talk about a no-fly zone, which Joe Biden's right. That means World War Three. You know, that means U.S., pilots uh, shooting down Russian planes or getting shot down, U.S. Uh, aircraft uh, blowing up anti-aircraft batteries on the ground. That's war. That's Russia v. U.S. or NATO. That is war. We should not be doing that. Anyone calling for a no-fly zone is a fool. But, uh, you know, you can argue it, debate it. I, if you want a no-fly zone, I don't want you arrested. I don't want you tried at the Hague. And I realize much of this is uh, hyperbole. But Mitt Romney, again, it wasn't like it. I don't think it was a drunk tweet. Mitt Romney's not he got a lot of faults. I don't think he's a drunk. Calling Tulsi Gabbard treasonous for talking about biolabs. I guess I'm missing something, and I assume you have no insight you can't help me out here can you i cannot i don't no. know where he's coming from no <laughs> when i look at this when i look at these comments when she's asking for a ceasefire it's like a parent telling two siblings to stop fighting for a minute you know it's like pretty down the middle so i don't i don't get it she's uh, she seems reasonable i mean i understand there's some dispute on how many bio labs what's in those labs but the assistant secretary of state for joe biden for the Biden regime, an Obama hack. She's the one that made a point of talking about it in front of the Senate. So uh, maybe Tulsi Gabbard thinks there's, I don't know, there's too many. Maybe she thinks, she said there were 25. Maybe there's only 10. I don't know. So what? You For that, these people say, uh, like like old men, and Mitt, Mitt says that's treason. That's treason. This stuff is frightening. And I feel like we went through this for two years with COVID and it's happening again. What you're, you're, you're obligated to think and talk and, and see the world one way. 
And if you don't, you know, with COVID, you were killing grandma. If you didn't buy in completely, if you didn't mask up, if you didn't stay home, if you, if you had your doubts about St. Fauci, you, that was treasonous. You know, that was, uh, that, that was reckless. You were killing grandma. Meanwhile, you had, you know, icons of the left, Andrew Cuomo, Rachel Levine, putting COVID positive patients in nursing homes and killing thousands of elderly. That's what they did, but they were masked up when they did it. So it was okay. It feels like it's happened. And, and as we know, if you didn't uh, fall in line, you were in danger of losing, you know, your Twitter account, Facebook, YouTube, couldn't be on YouTube if you didn't uh, participate in groupthink. Hell, one of the best analysts on everything COVID was Alex Berenson. He still is. He would literally link to studies and data from every Israel, Sweden, and, and try to break it down. And he was a, he was a, a good follow and a good, uh, good read. And he was banned for life. And it was scary. And it's happening again. There are going to be people losing their accounts if they do not buy in 100% with the narrative of the Biden regime slash big tech. And it feels like we're, the reason I'm confused on this, the reason I think people like Keith Oldman and Mitt Romney and The View, the, the, the reason I think that they're going overboard is because that's the direction this is heading. If you do not support Ukraine 100%. And I guess when you say that, you know, the Ukrainians are labs with, with dangerous pathogens that's somehow casting, you know, some doubt on their, on them as a people or them as a country, because you want to make sure these, you know, these, these chemical weapons, these biological, uh, whatever, these biological labs don't produce weapons. So that, so you have your doubts, you have your questions and boom, they don't say, you're not, uh, you're not correct here. You're not, they say you're treasonous. You should be tried and sent to prison. That's the, the current climate. And it feels just like it did the last two years, that if you don't buy into the narrative, the popular narrative, the one on most of mainstream media, big tech, you're going to get canceled. You're going to get punished. You're going to get banned. That's where we're headed it's still early, but it's coming. But I do want to hear, uh, what do we have here? We have uh, Tulsi talking about the labs. Good. Let's listen to Tulsi, and then we will play some of the reaction from people like uh, Anna Navarro and Keith Oldman. But uh, let's hear from Lieutenant Colonel Gabbard first. Senator Romney, you've called me a treasonous liar simply for stating the fact that there are over 25 U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine, which if breached, would release and spread deadly pathogens across the United States and the world, and therefore they must be secured so that we can prevent any new pandemics from occurring. Now, bizarrely, you claim that securing these labs or even calling for securing these labs is treasonous and will lead to a loss of life. When the exact opposite is obviously true, the spread of pathogens is what will cause the loss of life, not the prevention of such a spread. So Senator Romney, please provide evidence that what I've said is not true and treasonous. And if you cannot, you should do the honorable thing. Apologize. Resign from the U.S. Senate. Damn right. 
Damn right. You He's go, great. Tulsi. Um, okay, help me out. Help me out. That's what he, she said and for that? He calls her treasonous? That's what she said? Yeah. That we must secure the labs? I mean, even if they don't exist, it, what's... What am I missing here? Why is that some great conspiracy theory? She's not saying that the Ukrainians are creating a bioweapon to use on uh, kill Russian civilians or, or anything that sounds like propaganda. How is that propaganda? It's is, not even that. Is the problem know. that the that she's saying that the United States has uh, business there with them? Maybe I, I don't know. As much as I think I pay attention to this stuff, I guess I'm. I'm you know, I went to uh, Massachusetts public schools. I'm not smart enough to see and f understand where the treason is in that statement. Um, we don't know the fate of these labs. She's hoping they secure them. So far, we don't think they've released any chemical or biologic weapons from these labs. It'll be a pretty big story if they do. But we know the assistant secretary of state said there were labs there. We we. Um, we don't know what they're making in them, what they're doing in them, but she's pointing that out and saying we should secure them. How does Mitt Romney, and I realize Mitt does everything with, with, with Chuck Todd and George Stephanopoulos in mind and thinks, how will, what will they think of me when I do this? And will they have me on? And will they give me credit? Uh, uh, Mitt is such a sleazeball. He really is. He's a disgrace, but he interpreted that statement or Tulsi's tweets as treason, treason. Like we are going to try you, convict you and execute you. I'm missing something, but uh, maybe the girls at the view can explain it to me. Do we have the sound of these cackling hens talking about this? I thought I didn't, I didn't, I thought I was missing something. I don't think I'm very, uh, uh, I don't understand this very well. These, these ladies will explain it to me. Yeah. And I think DOJ, in the same way that it is uh, setting up a task force to investigate oligarchs, should look into people who are Russian propagandists and shilling for Putin. That's being, if you are a foreign asset uh, to a dictator, mm -hmm. it should be investigated. The, 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 the woman she's talking about is a lieutenant colonel in the army, is, is, has served like 20 years. You know, she was in the war zone in Iraq. And she's saying you should be investigated by the Department of Justice for uh, 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 echoing Putin's talking points, his propaganda. Again, I'm I'm lost, but uh, maybe maybe Crazy Keith can straighten me out. I like to, I you know, I I'm all in on the fight, the feud, the you know, the 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 back and forth, the debate online, whether it's on Twitter, on TV, whatever. I'm, I I I like taking sides. I like trying to pick sides and root for someone against someone. I'm, I'm lost here. Keith Oldman wants these people. He doesn't even say tried, right? They are Russian assets. And this, and there is a war. There's a case for detaining them militarily. Trials are a sign of good faith and patience on the part of democracy. So he doesn't, he wants them, them tamed by the military mm. and tried for what? I guess um I guess I'm uh I'm just you know I'm gonna have to read up somewhere or learn more. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch CNN today. More CNN, more MSNBC to try to understand why it's treason to say there are bio labs that need to be secured. Uh, or maybe uh, 
Maybe I'll watch the view today. Maybe they'll help me out. But uh, can you can you find Mitt's tweet? Because Mitt was responding to Keith to to Tulsi Gabbard saying we should secure the bio labs at their labs. It's not even saying they're up to no good. They're not creating whatever anthrax trying to kill people. He just said there are labs there and we must be concerned. And Mitt Romney, again, the man with four deferments to get out of Vietnam, the man with five sons, none of whom ever served. The man, one of the sons is getting rich in Ukraine, by the way, this family, uh, there's nobody, nobody who serves. They're accusing a Lieutenant Colonel. He's accusing a Lieutenant Colonel in the army of treason. And by the way, they would all love to see Tucker, whatever, arrested, detained, tried, convicted because he's kicking their ass in the ratings and he's uh, kind of the spokesman for the, uh, if, uh, here's Mitt Romney. Tulsi Gabbard is parroting false Russian propaganda. Her treasonous lies may well cost lives. Um, uh, uh, okay, you've uh, you've been paying attention for a few minutes here. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What I, does that mean? What, what, she talked about buying lives. How's that gonna cost lives and how is it treason? God is Mitt Romney. I can't believe I not only supported him, I had him on the air. I really, really wanted him to be president. I thought he was going to be president. I was heartbroken when Obama beat him. As the country song goes, thank God for unanswered prayers, because without uh, Obama beating him, we might not have had Trump. We might not have had this great disruption in uh, in Washington, D.C., where many of these frauds have been exposed, but Mitt Romney's at the top of the list. What a fraud. 75 years old and still like a little child looking for attention from the mainstream media. Gee, I hope, I hope Morning Joe says something nice about me. What an embarrassment. What an absolute disgrace. Because that she's I, admitting that there's U.S. involvement in the biolabs, is that what he's getting at? Well, haven't we learned there's U.S. involvement in lots of biolabs? Hell, we're fund, we funded the lab that created the COVID the coronavirus. Yeah. I'm just uh, trying to figure is, it out. Uh, how, how Fauci has not been taken away in leg irons is beyond me. That was just like a one-day story. Yes, we sent millions of taxpayer dollars to China to Wuhan, to the lab that made the virus that killed a million Americans, almost a million Americans and six million people around the globe. Eh, whatever, you know, win some, you lose some. <laughs> and the next day, Fauci's out in front of the cameras talking about, you know, keeping your distance and washing your hands and masking, double masking. And I'm saying, wait, it's like, it's, I feel the same way every time I see Mark Milley or Lloyd Austin, <laughs> excuse me, and they're out front and they're talking about our military and they're talking about Ukraine. And I'm going, wait a second. Aren't those the guys that completely botched the Afghanistan withdrawal? Those are the architects of that disaster that cost the lives of 13 U.S. soldiers and Marines, that cost the lives, that, that sent the drone that killed 10 innocent civilians, including seven children, that left $85 billion in U.S. armaments in Afghanistan for the Taliban. You think uh, Ukraine could use those things now? I see. They, they completely botched that thing. Complete, utter failure, disaster, debacle. And they don't even lose a, lose a star off their shoulder. They don't get demoted. They don't get suspended. Hell, we learned that Mark Milley told his Chinese counterpart that if Trump was ever to attack, he would adva- he'd give him advance warning. 
And, I, and when that story broke, I said, now that's that's a court martial offense. That's that's treason. He doesn't lose a day's pay. There's just incredible how little accountability there is, particularly in Washington, Washington D.C., in the Biden regime, in this country in general, which brings us to this Pfizer CEO, man. We got to get to this Pfizer CEO because I, I, I feel the same way. Uh, hell, this is, this is my theme for the day. Does anyone, is anyone ever held accountable for anything anymore? You watch, you watch, uh, 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 this, I don't even know, what's his name? Give me his name, the Pfizer, looking at him right now, the Pfizer CEO. Uh, he goes on TV and starts talking about how we need a fourth booster and how we must uh, uh, get va- the vaccines in the arms of, you know, two-year-olds. And I'm saying, wait a second. Haven't we been, haven't we, haven't we passed this at this point? Aren't we past this? Aren't we moving past this? You're talking about a fourth booster? And then what? Six months from now, four months, we're going to put this guy back on TV and say we need a, a fifth booster. I mean, what the hell? And now, okay, here it is. My story, this is from last May. COVID vaccine mints nine new pharma billionaires. Nine new billionaires. This was a year ago. We're probably up to, probably up to, you know, a dozen, 13, 14 new billionaires, including Albert Borla, chief executive officer of Pfizer. He was on Face the Nation. And again, I ask, why are you even booking him? Why are you talking to him? I mean, we've, we've moved on. People, some of us got the vaccine, some didn't. But um, most of us have had COVID. We've moved on. Um, we're, you know, we're, we're done with Pfizer CEOs. They made their, they're expected to make $32 billion this year when all the people, it seems to me, who want a vaccine got it. And the people who don't want it, they're not getting it. It feels weird to s- encourage people to get vaccinated now. Mm. What are you going to say now that the COVID, the worst is over and we've you know got to springtime and most people have natural immunity. What are you going to say now to convince someone to get vaccinated when they didn't get vaccinated a year ago? I mean, what, at what point will you say, I'll, I'll ask you, Craig, at what point will you say, okay, You got me. I better get vaccinated. Uh, Probably when the government knocks on my door and puts a gun in my face. (laughs) I, I, you know, that day might come because the government was just oddly obsessed with making Pfizer rich. It was, I know. And there'll be scan. There'll be conspiracy theories from now to the end of time. We know Fauci has made a fortune. Fauci made $1.7 million dollars. In 2019, when he shut the country down, cost people their their businesses, their jobs. He was cashing in speaking fees, all kinds of money coming his way. Um, nothing compared to these Pfizer guys. They, they are making billions, and they're not giving up yet. They're hoping to get a fourth booster in your arm. So uh, let's listen to, uh, uh, what's his name again? Borla? Yeah. He's, um, he's, uh, Albert Borla. Albert Borla. He's a little hard to understand sometimes, but uh, he's hoping that you'll get your, you know, bring your babies to him for the Pfizer vaccine, you know, every six months or so, because, you know, uh, uh, it's one thing 
uh, let me let me. I want to get his. Uh, I'm going to get his pay because he is one wealthy sob. Um, I'll, I'll get the pay. Let's listen to uh, uh, Albert Borla with who's uh, Stephanie? Who's the host of Face the Nation? Are you looking at her? I forget her name. I don't know, but whatever. She was on Sunday morning. Let's listen to Albert. Uh, do you want the fourth booster or the uh, child vaccine part? Oh, you pick. I'd like to hear them both. Go ahead. All right, well, I'll go with the fourth booster first then. Do you think that we will every fall have to prepare ourselves for a booster shot with COVID just like we get a flu shot? I think so. Any variants are coming, and Omicron was the first one that was able to evade in a skillful way the immune protection that we were giving. But also we know that the duration of the protection doesn't last very long. So what we are trying to do, and we are working very diligently right now, it is to make not only a vaccine that will protect against all variants, including Omicron, but also something that uh, can protect for at least a year. So you've seen some of that data on a, on a fourth dose, a second booster shot. Mm -hmm. You think it will be necessary? It is necessary, a fourth boost right now. The, the protection that you're getting from the third, it is uh, good enough actually quite good for hospitalizations and deaths. It's not that good against infections, but doesn't last very long. Mm -hmm. But we are just submitting those data to the FDA, and then we will see what the experts also would say outside Pfizer. Now, um, again, I'm not, I'm not claiming to be a genius here, and God knows you're not either, but uh, <laughs> you see any flaw in having the guy who is making literally billions, the more you shots we get, the more money he makes. Right. Do you see any flaw in putting that question to him? Says, oh, you think you'll need a fourth? Would he ever say, no, nah, no, we're good. We're good. You know, the worst is over. You know, we'll go back to making, you know, whatever. Uh, cures for uh, uh, erectile dysfunction, you know. Right. We, we're good. I mean, you're asking the guy who's making all the money, who's pushing the vaccines with the help, by the way, of the Biden regime, pushing the vaccines on anybody and everybody, including babies. You're asking him, you think these vaccines are necessary? It's like asking, you know, your local heroin dealer, you know, you think people should try a little of your product? You know, you think people might enjoy a little heroin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I don't know why. No, why would you? I mean, you're asking a guy making all the money if people should continue to buy his product. And you're doing it on a news, alleged news program. I'm sorry. There's a little flaw in that. I, you know, don't hate to be skeptical, but I don't think uh, most people are going to take their advice from the CEO of Pfizer. I mean, the problem with Fauci is he's supposed to be a, you know, a public health official. He's a friggin' con artist. But the problem is people look to him for advice and expertise. There's montages. There's montages out there too of uh, all like the news channels. Everything is brought to you by Pfizer. Like That's everything. true, <laughs> right? I guess we're gonna spoil our chances here of getting uh, them to sponsor this show. But God, just the idea. You're asking the guy making the money. Do you think we need to buy more of your stuff? You think? Uh, let's uh, give me give me another product. That's like putting Mike Lindell on a talk show and saying, "Gee, Mike." You know, do you think people could really use a new pillow? Yeah. Do Do you think? Yeah, I do. I think that's a good idea. They should buy. They should all buy new pillows. You know, why not buy from me? Right. This is a Pfizer guy saying yes. You should buy your stuff from me, and they're presenting it as a news segment. 
Yeah. Just bizarre. Mike Lindell's not going to be selling like Sealy Posturepedic pillows. (laughs) Gee, you think those sheets from the Giza area near Egypt, you think we can all use some of them, Mike? Yeah, that's a good question there, newsman. I think I think that is a good idea. We should all get some Giza sheets. My pillow. Oh, God. That's like uh, having a guy, you know, from ExpressVPN on to tell me uh, and, and telling us how we all need an ExpressVPN. Right. Was that show? You should check this if you can. Was Face the Nation sponsored by Pfizer? Because that'd be one of the most... Let's see. Uh, one of the great derelictions of duty in journalism history. <laughs> You're right. Pfizer sponsors all these shows that tell you that you must use their product if you want to live. It just, it, I, I have a feeling the rest of my life, there's going to be segments like that. This, uh, yeah, yeah, there's still some strains out there. You really need your 73rd booster. And you're going to be like, it's just like a flu shot now. Just like a flu shot. You go, wait. You told me it was a vaccine. I have vaccines when I was a kid. I don't get one every six months or every four months. What are you talking about? You, 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 you're the one who told us it was a vaccine. It's not how vaccines work, but whatever. Whatever. Let's get to uh, a real sponsor. Let's get to uh, Express VPN. And uh, then I want to get to Big Day in the po- I want to get, I want to celebrate being it's, you know, Women's History Month, I think. Mm-hmm. Going to celebrate a couple of lovely ladies, Leah Thomas and Rachel Levine, and we will and throw a third one on the pile. Monica Cannon Grant, one of the great grifters in Boston history, she had a little knock on her door this morning. She is uh, in custody or in under in, under indictment. Uh, Mark Texas says Pfizer is the only one on the market. Only one that has the market for ages five and on. They, no wonder they want a fourth shot. Oh, some to me, there's something obscene, and I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it on TV, of like a three-year-old and the parents are holding them, and they're holding the arm still, the little baby arm, and they're jabbing them. And I'm going, what the hell were you doing that for? What jeopardy was he in? What danger was he in of, of, of COVID? And there's none. There's just this this group think again to the group think where you say. Boy, we really need that Pfizer vaccine. Dumb pe- kid. Yeah, dumb people like that are the reason for the gross government overreach into everything because they just allow it. Right, and in this case, uh, with the help of big tech, you're you're like brainwashed. You don't get an alternate point of view. Alternative point of view, you get told one thing: this is what you must believe. This is much what you must follow. And a lot of people do it. They just say, "Well, I better get my three-year-old vaccinated." Or what? Or what? Do you think your three-year-old is going to get Omicron if he does? You think you're going to know it? You think he's going to feel it? You think he's going to die? My my it's five-year-old, and my five-year-old at the time, and two-year-old at the time, both had Omicron, and it oh, was did they? yeah, they had a runny nose, and then were fine. Yeah, so. and they're done. They have it. Done. They're, they're done. What the hell would you want to jab them? Uh, other than to make another Pfizer billionaire, but. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we will move on to uh, celebrate uh, Women's Month. I think it's is it Women's History Month. What do you call it? Women's History Month. We'll celebrate Women's History and celebrate a couple of lovely ladies after we tell you about our wonderful sponsors. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. As we talk about here frequently, big tech companies have been ramping up censorship to new heights. We have been shadow banned across some of our social media platforms and it got kicked off YouTube again last month for medical misinformation 
what some may not realize about big tech companies is that then not only do they censor what you read, they track what you do online. They track what you're searching for the videos you watch and everything you click on. You've seen it, you know, you look at something online, you shop for something online and boom, you get bombarded with these online ads that are kind of creepy. Hell, my wife was looking at something on her laptop. I wasn't even involved. It was, she was looking up like shoes and I start getting bombarded with these messages for like shoes. And I'm saying, what the hell is this? It wasn't even the same computer. <laughs> it had to be a little bit of a conspiracy nut, but we were in the same you know, house. That was it. Mm. This stuff can get a little unnerving. They use the data uh, to serve you ads and they match your activity with your true identity. Think about everything you browse, search for, watch or tweet. They use this data and turn it into a product. The same big tech companies who are largely responsible for financial culture are using your information to profit off it. That's why we use ExpressVPN and you should too. ExpressVPN is a simple tool that protects you from big tech companies by hiding your identity and your online habits. ExpressVPN disguises you and prevents big tech from tracking you online and turning you into a product. Make sure to go to expressvpn.com slash Callahan to get an extra three months for free with an annual subscription. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash Callahan. Support the show, strike back against big, big tech, and keep identity thieves at bay. All right, let's do... Uh, Let's do uh, Elysium, and then we'll get back to the uh, to uh, Women's History Month. Hi, let me tell you about Basis by Elysium Health. It's the most trusted source for NAD supplementation. Their product, Basis, is clinically proven to increase levels of NAD by 40% safely and sustainably. Elysium is unlike any other healthcare company I've seen, and they're at the forefront of NAD supplementation. They have dozens of the world's best scientists working with them, and eight of them are Nobel Prize winners. NAD is found in every single cell of your body, and it's responsible for creating energy and regulating hundreds of cell functions. But the body doesn't have an endless supply of NAD. In fact, levels decline as you age. Lifestyle stressors such as lack of sleep, intense exercise, unbalanced diet, and overexposure to the sun also deplete NAD levels. Decreased NAD levels are linked to faster biological aging and can slow down vital body functions. Many basis customers report experiencing higher energy, less fatigue, and more satisfying workouts. What does it do? Well, it replenishes youthful levels of NAD up to 40%. It activates sirtuins, that are also known as longevity genes, to promote healthy aging. It supports energy and metabolism at the cellular level and helps maintain healthy DNA. It supports recovery from workouts. It reduces general tiredness, fatigue, and general health and wellness. Recent studies confirm the superior safety of the NRE in basis when compared to other NAD supplements, underscoring the company's rigorous commitment to research and quality. And right, here's the important part. We got a special offer for our listeners. Go to trybasis.com slash Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, and enter code Jerry at checkout to save 10% off basis prepaid plans as well as other Elysium Health supplements. That's trybasis.com dot com slash Jerry. All right, first, uh, let's see. Congratulations to uh, Rachel Levine, formerly of uh, Woburn, I believe, uh, was known as Richard back then. Was a really kind of a homely guy. She's grown into a lovely lady. She is uh, 
uh, in the HHS, Health and Human Services. Uh, she was a health, public health professional in uh, Pennsylvania, where she killed uh, many, many senior citizens, much like Andrew Cuomo. But what made it worse, Rachel Levine, knowing the dangers of putting coronavirus patients in nursing homes, got her own mother out of a nursing home and put her in a nice hotel and then put the uh, COVID positive patients in the nursing home and just slaughtered many, many Pennsylvania senior citizens. For that, the Biden regime tabbed her, hired her, brought her to Washington and became a uh, assistant secretary of health. Um, again, this is a biological man that wouldn't be there if he weren't a biological man. If he were, if just, if she were a biological female, Rachel Levine, born Rachel Levine, born female, she wouldn't have been hired. She wouldn't have been uh, even considered after her record in Pennsylvania. But as we know, all Biden, all the Biden regime cares about is virtue signaling and, you know, uh, identity politics. And there's the lovely Rachel Levine. She was named, let me get the exact uh, USA Today title. Ironic. Women. USA Today's Women of the Year. These honorees are strong and resilient women who've been champions of change across the country, leading and inspiring as they promote and fight for equity and give others a place to seek help and find hope. The Women of the Year, they got a whole thing on uh, the project of discovering the Women of the Year. This is from USA Today, an absolute the lunatic, woke company. Uh, this, but you, some of them, you know, the honorees, Simone Biles is on here. Kamala Harris uh, is on here. Lots of, uh, you know, like, I'll uh, just pick one out. Uh, Nina Garcia, the editor-in-chief of Elle magazine. She credits her Colombian heritage with helping her excel in the competitive world of fashion. Colombian heritage. Uh, Melinda French Gates committed to donating most of her wealth in her lifetime. She becomes a global advocate for women and girls. That would be uh, her. She's obviously very famous for marrying Bill Gates. I guess you got a Kamala Harris shattered the glass ceiling for women of color everywhere. There's every cliche in the book. <laughs> uh, we get down to Rachel Levine, national honoree. She became the highest ranking openly transgender official when the Senate confirmed her as assistant secretary of health. All right. You want to say live and let live. That's fine. Rachel Levine. She can change her appearance and change her name and change her pronouns and have at it. And I, I, I'm not, no one should discriminate against her. No one should hate her. But why are you giving her extra credit for being a biological man? Again, she would not have been nominated for a, uh, a position in an HHS by Biden, not a chance if she weren't a biological man. She would not have been honored by USA Today if she weren't a biological man. She wouldn't be a, uh, a, a an icon if she weren't a biological man. And we have the same thing going on down in Atlanta tomorrow, I believe. Leah Thomas gets in the pool for the NCAA championships now, this is a disgrace. I think any decent person, any fair, honest person admits it's not fair. We've talked about Lisa Leah Thomas many times. She was a swimmer for the men's team. She was ranked 462nd in the country as a men's Ivy League swimmer. She uh, went home, took a year off, came back, and she was uh, female, decided, you know, changed the bathing suit and grew out the hair, and is just kicking ass. 
And I understand this is not, this is not an easy thing to do. Criticize Rachel Levine and, and Leah Thomas. I couldn't do it on the radio. I would, you know, you'd be taken off the air. The trans uh, mob is scary. They will come after you, whether you're JK Rowling's or just some idiot on the street, they do not tolerate debate, discussion, dissent. You get in line, you support these women or they will destroy you. That's how this works. And you can see it. You will see it with Leah Thomas this week. She's going to win the NCAA championships. She's, we've chronicled that she's set records. She's lapped the field. She's bigger, stronger, longer, big, long hands. But the thing that drives me nuts, and, and as we know, her teammates have complained off the record. And again, I wish they would go on the record, but it takes a lot of guts to go on the record. It really does. Um, to a lot of guts to go on the record against a trans icon. But she's going to win this week. And the person in second place is going to be an afterthought. The person who should be the women's champion, but is a victim of this, the desires of one selfish bully. That's all it is. We must indulge the desires of one person and not give a damn about all the other, all the biological girls who uh, should not have to deal with this. It's, it's insane. We don't, this isn't about tolerance. This is about celebrating this person, this bully. And I'll leave you with one last thought. You tell me if you're cool with this. If you're a big, you know, trans rights person, if you really want to celebrate these wonderful trans individuals, tell me if you're cool with this. The women on the Penn team complained, talked about it, said, um, Leah still likes girls, you know, still like, I guess, you know, still attracted to girls. And Leah likes to walk around the locker room naked. Mm. Leah is still has his uh, man parts. So there are 18 year old girls, 19 year old girls on the swim team in the locker room, getting their bathing suits on or off, going to shower. And Leah is just out there letting it all hang out. Are people cool with that? People want to celebrate you know, transgender rights, are they okay with that? See, that's the exact reason why people had a problem with the uh, uh, all-gender bathrooms. It's like weird See, he's crap a, like that. You know what? He's a, he's a punk. He's a punk and he's a bully. He's not just looking, you know, to be his true self. He wants to shove it in the face of anybody who doesn't celebrate the new Leah. If you don't, if you say, gee, I don't think this is fair, he wants to, he knows he's got you because he knows the school and the league and the NCAA, NCAA are so afraid to be on the wrong side of this. They will bow down and let him do whatever he wants. Then he's out there swinging away. And if you complain about it, you're a bigot. It's just sick. Hopefully, maybe some biological women will step up this week and beat his ass, but I doubt it. When he didn't win, he was accused of like throwing it. People said, no, nah, he he eased up because he didn't want to blow the field away every time and make it look really bad. So he would try to make it close just so he wouldn't be accused of being a bully, but he is, he's a bully and a bad guy and uh, hopefully he loses, but I doubt it. Okay. Let's quickly, let's do Shay and then we'll get to, to Monica Cannon, Cannon Grant. One more lady to celebrate on women's history month. But first let me tell you about Shay. I would have been telling you about Shea Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man 
in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. You need any podcasters? <laughs> and all we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And You're we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right, the news broke this morning. Turtle Boy was celebrating uh, as well he should, as well he should, because usually you don't see people like this don't generally face justice. We've seen it with grace, uh, race grievance grifters, race hustlers. Usually, you know, Al Sharpton, hell, uh, you know, Jesse Jackson before him, they got Al Sharpton doesn't pay taxes for crying out loud. Al Sharpton didn't pay the judgment against him in the Tawana Brawley case, which was whatever a year, decades ago. He still hasn't paid, paid his, uh, uh do, paid what he owes on that. Uh, ben Crump, these guys don't ever face justice, they, they're a bunch of con artists, and uh, they, they, they. People are afraid to go. Well, the government's afraid to go after him. Well, it's not gonna not gonna work that way with Monica Cannon Grant and her husband Clark Grant. They're the founders of Violence in Boston, a a a uh, charity, but really a grift, really a scam. The U.S. Attorney's Office announced Tuesday, that'd be today, this morning, that Cannon Grant and uh, her husband, both town residents, are facing. Charges as part of an 18-count indictment, a grand jury found the couple allegedly led a series of schemes designed to defraud violence in Boston donors, the Mass Department of Unemployment Assistance, and the mortgage lending business uh, based in Chicago. Uh, they, the uh, federal prosecutors alleged the couple intended to use charitable donations for their personal benefit. This is always my favorite part. They used it for all kinds. Let me find the part where what they used. Uh, Prosecutors allege that Cannon Grant used donations and grant money to pay for expenses such as hotels, groceries, gas, car rentals, auto repairs, Uber rides, restaurants, nail salons, and personal travel. Now, I have mixed emotions, mixed feelings about this, as I'm sure most people do. If you donated to violence in Boston, you're a sucker. You're a fool. It's like people who donate to Black Lives Matter, and now we're finding out you bought lots of big, nice houses for one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, and they don't know where all the money went. And it's one big con game. But if you donated money to Monica Cannon Grant, this, this disgusting person, as you may recall, she called one of her 
political opponents say was out there riding white penis, railed against her because she had a white husband. Uh, That's just one of a million things. Again, Turtle Boy has chronicled this for years, pointing out what a fraud, what a grifter she is. Um, I'm going to look one more time on the Globe website. I looked earlier, nothing. The Globe honored her, I believe, as something, Bostonian of the Year. Let me get it. Uh, oh, there it is. They finally get it up. Activist Monica Gainer and her husband facing federal uh, charges. This must kill the Globe. This is one of their people, one of their heroes, a vile, racist uh, hustler and con, per, con con woman, and the Globe was forced, oh, that must kill them, forced to write about her legal troubles and defrauding all these people. But you know what? This is a surprise. I guess it's a surprise that they're coming after her because, oh, there she is, Bostonian of the Year in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> My Boston Globe, Boston Globe named her Bostonian of the Year last year. No, I'm sorry, two years ago. Uh, again, you know, Turtle Boy and uh, and I, we got our little issues, but go back and read the blogs because he's been dogging her for years, and they're naming her Bostonian of the Year while he's telling you just what a what a scumbag she is. And uh, seems to me uh, he was right; they were wrong. Boston Magazine called her one of the most powerful people in Boston. Now, that's accurate. She's powerful because of cowards that that bowed down before her and were afraid to, well, you know, this, this is like extortion money. You, you, you give her money. That's an old Jesse Jackson trick. Give her money. He did it with corporations. And uh, she won't accuse you of being racist. Um, but uh, appears that the, uh, that the jig is up, that she has been uh, busted. And you know what? Federal jury, 18 counts from a, uh, in a federal indictment. That is some serious stuff. And when you read this again, some ways the boss, the cops, their job is tougher. Other ways it's not there. It sounds to me like a paper trail on all of it. Hotels, gas, restaurant, uh, personal travel. And it says, well, she concealed the transactions from bookkeepers, directors, and financial auditors. I'm going to guess she wasn't the most savvy criminal, that she was greedy and she charged this stuff on a credit card. And, you know, there's a there's a, a track record for all of it. Wire fraud. She is going to prison. And that's a good thing. And uh, um, lots of uh, people should be ashamed that they sent her money, even if, you know, they were afraid of her. They knew what she was up up to. Everybody knew she was was dirty, and now uh, she's going away. And so is her husband. That's a good thing. We celebrate Real that. We celebrate that on Women's History Month, and uh, we uh, <laughs> will leave it there. But uh, you can check out Turtle Boy's uh, blog because he'll have it all there, and check out the Globe as they lick their wounds at their Bostonian of the Year is going to federal prison. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a nicer lady, but. Uh, uh, we will uh, leave it there for today. I know, uh, oh, we had a lot we didn't get to. We still haven't got to Trevor Noah. Maybe we'll do that another day this week. We got to let uh, Craig go get his booster. And I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching Leah Thomas in the pool. Kick some ass. Yeah, you go, girl. Anyway, thanks to everybody for watching, listening. Thanks to you for Craig. Thanks to you, Craig, for uh, producing I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will see you tomorrow.